Hi, this is DJ Silvis, creator of Moonbase Theta Out. Welcome to our first bonus episode of Season 1. These will take the form of Roger's personal logs, giving you a little more of an inside look at our space-struck hero. This episode, titled 21, takes place before any of the events of the regular season have begun. That's probably all the intro I think you really need, so enjoy, thanks for all your support, and keep watching the moon. This is Consortium Channel 5, Moonbase Reports and Broadcasts. Please turn and look directly at this device for subscription identity confirmation. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So, that just happened. Um, personal log, Roger Regatta Fisher, July 28th. This recording is not authorized for official review or broadcast. We had an unexpected staff meeting just before shift end. Of course, they waited until they got a full day's work out of us. Unexpected, that's putting it mildly. The gist is, Moonbase Theta is being shut down. Decommissioned. After all the talk about being the primary focus when they close the nearside bases, it's our turn to be... <laughs> I was going to say made redundant, but I don't think that applies when you're the last one. Unexpected for us. Apparently management has been planning this for the last six months. They've got a schedule. 20 weeks starting next Monday. Tasks set up down to the minute. Every experiment boxed up. <laughs> you gotta wonder how they'll fit the tardigrades. Every mechanism shut down or automated. Every light switch flipped. We're gonna leave this place a ghost town. Sooner than later, really... The plan includes optimal resource reduction, basically. Most of the crew goes into stasis over the next few days, leaving a handful doing all of the actual work. No managers, that's for sure. You could see it in every pair of eyes above the line. This universal, not it. Five people. Five selected personnel to manage the 20-week shutdown sequence. Guess whose name was on that list? Who gets to earn their pay with no hope of an early offload on one of the supply rockets? That's right. The luckiest calm lead this side of Earth's natural satellite. Damn it! Ow! I better get Pacey to look at it before they go to stasis. Medics, of course, didn't make the cut. It's far more important we have that bonehead from security on hand. <laughs> I can't wait for 20 weeks where he's lurking around every corner. He better take his alternating duty shifts like the rest of us. That is the somewhat brighter side, getting to learn the ins and outs of the rest of the station activities. Monitoring the telescopic arrays, archiving all that experimental data, helping out in the hydroponic farms. I'm taking over the genetic archives. That's a pretty huge responsibility. And opportunity. I don't know the farmer they chose, McVet, but I'm looking forward to learning from Dr. Ray and Wilder. I know what they say about Wilder, but if anything, that makes her better at her job. There's nobody who knows the base hands-on from stem to stern like she does. I could pick up a lot in the next 21 weeks. 
21 weeks. Alex is not going to like that. It was bad enough when my rotation was scheduled to end in October, when I'd be back before Halloween. I can already hear it. All I do about our group costume, Roger. I, I see Watson, I see the Hounds of the Baskervilles. Where's my Sherlock? I'm sorry, love. I know this wasn't in the plan. That part sucks, and I'm sorry. I mean, something was bound to happen. It was going to go easy. I'm not the manager's darling at this point. After clashing over the near side network and the arguments about my contract, I, I don't care what they say. Limit downstream communications. I'm the one who operates the rig, and I'm sending messages to my goddamn husband. Go ahead and place it in my permanent file. If I stop talking to Alex, then he's left alone with his thoughts until I get back. His last real memory with me is still that thing. The day before I left, I can't just... I didn't even mean to... I knew he wouldn't do that. He knew I knew he wouldn't do that. It's just... I've said I'm sorry. I've said it a hundred times, and he's forgiven me a hundred times back, but not face to face. He did send me that book of poetry, Last Ship. That's got to be important. Words mean things to us. It's only 21 weeks. I'll make it through. And then we'll get away. I don't even care about my job. I don't care about the Enclave or the Consortium. There are places outside that are still viable, beyond the cities. You'd love the space to have a better garden, and I... I could use the rest. 21 weeks. It's not so long. I'm starting my countdown now. Thank you for listening to Moonbase Theta Out. Lehman Kessler is Roger Borgato Fisher. The episode was written, edited, and produced by DJ Silvis. Theme music is star by the band Ramp. Check them out at ramp-music.net. Additional credits are in the show notes, and additional show information is on monkeymanproductions.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We use Twitter a lot. And if you want to be one of the super moon heroes who help us make the show possible, support us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. We give our backers a lot of extras and behind-the-scenes info, even special minisodes. And you always have our grateful thanks for listening, sharing the show with friends, joining our Discord to chat with us, all the ways you become a part of our Mooniverse community. Take care, and we'll be back soon. Consortium Channel 5 ends our broadcast day with a final message. Honor all curfews, listen to security, and keep watching the moon. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. If you love actual plays D&D, Hades, or Greek mythology and improv, be sure to check out Rogue Runners Volume 1 in the Blood to follow the adventures of Alexander the Great, King of Macedon, and Drunk Paladin. Oh, sorry. I guess now I'm Alexander the Grump. Rolf, part-time sorcerer, full-time boomer. Is it a sex thing? It was a sex thing! Arete, stealthy rogue and even thirstier mobster. Mm, have you bathed and brought to my tent? And Annie, legendary bard and chocolate milk fanatic. 
Together, these four wretched shades will battle their way out of hell for another chance at life, with a little help and hindrance from gods and monsters alike. Word of advice when you're opening up these things, you're supposed to say, Olympus, I accept this message, in some really serious voice. Take your place among the living again. Your tactics are adept, if too elegant for my tastes. My dear, saying no is never a crime. <laughs> you hit like a Philistine. You're not getting out of here alive, wretches. A pinky promise? A double pinky promise. When you die, you'll have to tell me all about it. Rogue Runners, an actual play audio drama made during the pandemic, all while maintaining proper social distancing. And I'll follow at a six-foot distance. How about a five-foot distance for D&D purposes? Sure. (laughs) Okay. Ah!